tonight's service. Amen. Today is Thursday. We're truly grateful to be back. We do another psalm tonight. Another psalm 63 in the Word of God. The Bible says, Oh, thou art my God. Early would I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In dry and thirsty lands where no water is. To see thy power and glory. So as I have seen in the sanctuary. He said, Because of thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied with the marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Amen. And so tonight we come, as the psalmist said, we come ready to praise God. Ready to lift up the name of Jesus. We stand to our feet tonight. Giving praise for who he is tonight. Giving praise and glory for being a God. No doubt it's a loving God, a loving kindness God. The Bible says we are thirsting for you tonight, Lord. We thirst for you, God, and your hope. We hunger for your word. We hunger for your righteousness tonight. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to move in a mighty way, God, by your spirit. God, we ask you, God, to have thy divine will be done in this service. Bless in a mighty way, God, as we can pray you accomplish your divine work that it will be done. God, we just lift you up. We thank you, God, for safe travel tonight. Thank you, God, for just allowing us to be back here one more night in your presence. And, Lord, we just say glory to you tonight. You deserve all the praise, God, and honor that you're so due tonight. Have thy way, Lord, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say thank you. We glorify you and magnify your name. Amen, amen. The Paul the song says here in 469, the hallelujah sign. How many on the hallelujah side tonight? Everybody's on the hallelujah side tonight. Amen, amen. God is a hallelujah. He deserves our praise. He deserves the worship tonight as we glorify his name tonight. The Bible says, or the song says here in 469, let's sing it together. Once a sinner far from Jesus, I was perishing with cold. But the blessed Savior heard me when I cried. Oh, then he threw his robe around me, which led me to his fold. And I'm living on the hallelujah side. Oh, glory be to Jesus, let the hallelujahs roll. Let me sing the Savior's praises far and wide. Oh, I've opened up towards heaven all the windows of my soul. And I'm living on the hallelujah side. Although the world may swim around me with her dazzle and her truth. And I envy her vanity and pride For my soul looks up to heaven Where the golden sunlight is And I'm living on the hallelujah side Glory, oh glory be to Jesus Let the hallelujahs roll Help me ring the Savior's praises far and wide For I've opened up towards heaven All the windows of my soul And I'm living on the hallelujah side for all the earth and things when I leave this blessed place Oh, the picture of the trying to die For my sins, the pain, and I'm happy in His love And I'm living on the hallelujah side Oh, glory, oh, glory be to Jesus Let the hallelujahs go Help me ring the Savior's praises far and wide Oh, I've opened up towards heaven All the windows of my soul and I'm living on the hallelujah side. Number four, here the sun is always shining and the sky is always bright. 
victory here tonight. Through the blood of Jesus Christ tonight, there is victory here. Amen. That's how we win, brothers and sisters. Through the blood of Christ Jesus, our victorious Savior tonight. Make sure you in your song. When the host of Israel led by God around the walls of Jericho softly tried, oh, trusting in the Lord, they did not conquer strength. By faith they saw the victory ahead, victory, victory ahead, oh victory ahead, oh through the blood of Jesus, victory ahead, oh trusting in the Lord, I will not fear a dread, by faith they saw the victory ahead, a David with the shepherd's name, and five stones, met the giant on the field, all alone. Trusting in the Lord, he knew what God had said. By faith, he saw the victory ahead. Victory, victory ahead. Oh, victory ahead. Oh, through the blood of Jesus, victory. Trusting in the Lord, trusting in the Lord. I will not fear or dread. By faith, I see the victory. Number three says, Daniel, Daniel prayed unto the Lord. Christ is dead. Unto the lion's led the way of trusting in the Lord. He did not fear or dread. By faith he saw the victory ahead. Oh, victory ahead. Victory ahead. Through the blood, through the blood of Jesus. Oh, we trust and I trusting in the Lord. I will not fear or dread. By faith I see the victory. 
will not fear or dread. By faith I see the victory ahead. Oh, victory ahead. Oh, victory ahead. It's through the blood, through the blood of Jesus. Victory. Trust in the Lord, trusting in the Lord. I will not fear or dread. By faith I see the victory. Come on, believe it tonight. Victory ahead. Oh, victory ahead. Oh, through the blood of Jesus. Victory ahead. Oh, trusting in the Lord. I will not fear or dread. By faith I see the victory ahead. Praise Him tonight, church. There is victory in Almighty God. He sits on the throne tonight. A crown champion tonight, a crown king tonight. Bible says he's king above all, the king of all. Amen. Tonight, and we glorify him tonight. That victorious Savior, the Lord out the crucified one that rose over the death, hell, and the grave tonight. You're a victorious God. He's worthy of the praise tonight. Amen. He's worthy of all the praise tonight. We give God thanks for who he is tonight. There's victory. You can't lose with Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated here tonight. We cannot lose with Almighty God. Amen. Truly, we serve a living God. A God, amen, that will never fail either. Amen. Things will fail. People will fail. All of the, all the things and devices of this world will fail. But Jesus never fails. This old song we used to sing, worship song, say, you might as well get thee behind me, Satan. You cannot prevail. And we make that our declare and decree every day. Again, this enemy cannot prevail. Again, you think about it, you fight many battles on many fronts in your life, throughout your day, whatever the case may be. But you remember that Jesus, amen, always wins. And that old Caribbean song says, Jesus Christ, the winner, man. He's the winner, man. And truly, we truly, truly thankful for Jesus Christ giving us, again, the victory in our lives. And so, uh, again, it's for all men. It's for all men to have, all men and women. God wants you to be victorious in your ways. In all of your ways, amen. And so we continue to uh, run with that theme even this week throughout the remainder of this year, remainder of our, our, our church year, about complete victory. And amen. In every aspect of our lives, we uh, again make that determination, amen. We shall win in our lives. We might forget this weekend. This weekend we look forward to another great services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Invite somebody. Tell somebody. Come on out. Be with us again as we and bring your children to the children's church as well that they can come have a good time in God. They've been learning about uh, secular things all week. But let them come here about the things of God this weekend. So bring them. Bring them to the house of the Lord uh, every Sunday at 11 a.m. If, if you don't know every Sunday at 11 a.m. we have children's church here uh, there in the back. And so we're looking forward to, again, God having this way. The greatest thing you do for, for your children is to tell them about Christ. And not only, not only tell them, but we live for Christ as well. Amen. Live for Jesus every day of your life for Christ. Amen. And so, again, when the Bible says when they are old, they will not depart from it. They will not depart from it. Again, and, and really, they will, uh, in the back of their mind, they will say, you know, mom and daddy, uncle so-and-so, or auntie so-and-so, or the neighbor, they were real, real true believers in God. And so we continue to try to point men and women in the way, point our youth to the way that there is a Christ. There's so many idols out there. There's so many uh, uh, stars and people that people fashion their lives after, sports figures and actors and all these different things, musicians, on and on and on, that our children and youth looked up to. We all used to do it in some form or fashion. But amen, the greatest one of them all is Jesus Christ tonight. So let's continue to tell the children about the children's church. Invite someone, tell them to come on out, be with us. And then Sunday evening, p.m., Sunday p.m., 
We'll be back online again uh, there for the evening broadcast as well. Amen. Um, we've got a couple of prayer requests, too, and a couple of praise reports as well. Continue to pray for Alex Weeks. Alex Weeks, uh, this, uh, she's, she was coming for the past few weeks. Jimmy's sister, she had a surgery, and while she had surgery, she just uh, told me she caught COVID. She caught COVID in the hospital. So we continue to lift her up in prayers, and we know that, Again, God is a healer, amen. God is able to heal even her. She maybe even watching. If you're watching Sister Weeks, God is a healer, amen. And God can touch your body again and touch you just the way he touched your back. He can touch your body as well. And so many others as we were thinking about this. And we had really got a, a real good praise report as we prayed a, a Sunday morning. Sunday morning we've been praying really the past couple of days for Mr. St. Ville Noel. Uh, again, we know some may know the details of what he's going through. But uh, uh, we got good reports. We saw him last night at the hospital, and, and it tells us that uh, the doctors are really amazed. Even after the first day, that Sunday we went down there again, and the doctors were truly amazed at how the again uh, the things that he was going through. How God just absolutely turned it around. Things are turning around, and the, the nurse said it's an absolute. She called it a 180. We understood what she was. Yeah, I guess it is a 180. It's an absolute turnaround. An absolute turnaround in his conditions and and he came he's came to last night when we walked in the room and he was smiling and talking and uh, really trying to get out of the bed to a certain extent he was you could tell he wanted to move around and different things and again we was just thinking and, and so uh, uh, we was talking with him a little bit and he says hey he says when I get out of here I'm coming to church with you on Sunday on Sunday and it, uh, it won't be this Sunday but again uh, uh, we'll be looking forward to see him never been to the church Never really had a whole lot of conversation with him, but that was some of the first words out of his lips. He said, I'm coming to church with you guys. And not only that, but after that, he says, he said, not only that, but I gave my life to Jesus. I gave my life to Jesus. And we begin to shout there in the in the hospital, begin to give God praise because, amen, we serve a miracle working God tonight, amen. We serve a miracle working God, and, and we just thank God for victory reports, good reports from Almighty God, good reports that are happening. Amen. Truly, we serve a God of good report. Amen. And so we are thankful for, for the good report and looking forward to what God's going to do in his life and in his family. And they're truly greatly appreciative of you and I. Uh, and, and the congregation and so many of those uh, on, on the prayer line, uh, the Facebook prayer line and various things, even on the prayer call that we go on on weekends and thinking about and how we just bombarded heaven. We still more to do, but we're believing God that he'll have full recovery. So continue to pray for them. Amen. As unto the Lord. And amen. It's a song we sing sometimes. It's a song we sing sometimes at the camp. We just had a, came from a conference, folks. We just came from an exciting conference. And uh, uh, it says, I've got a feeling that everything's going to be all right. Amen? I've got a feeling that everything will be all right, be all right, be all right. Amen? And you think about that, how God is. When you think about God, you think about his goodness, you think about who he is. He's a mighty God. The earth is his footstool. Amen? The winds and waves have to obey him. Death had a, uh, he overcame, had a subject down to him. And if he can do all of that, how much more can he do for you and I? So we give God thanks today. And as we go forward in the days ahead, have that mindset that everything's going to be all right. Amen. Maybe stand and sing that song again. Come on, play it for us tonight. Amen, amen, amen. And so tonight, as we believe that, let's sing it with our hearts tonight and believe uh, that everything's going to be all right. We give God praise tonight.
serve a good God tonight. Amen. It truly is tonight. Amen. We're going to ask uh, Reverend John Sherry to receive the offering for us tonight. Uh, let's make announcements about that. Uh, uh, through our website, you can give. Uh, not only here in person, but you can give through our website at www.nyntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn, New York. And also, uh, text to give at 347-229-9933. Then we have Zale. Zale as well. You can give that way. Truly, truly, we thank God for each one. Zell through our church email. You probably see it on the screen there, ntccbrooklynny.gmail or at gmail.com. Amen. So truly, we're grateful for your giving today and we're thankful for your giving. May the Lord truly bless you is our prayer. Amen. Sir, if you'll pray, please. take their phone and they would do like this they would take their phone as if they were giving in the offering or that uh that little wave letting them know that they did it through through the webs uh, through the phone it's amazing how technology is nowadays and truly 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 we are thankful for each one of you giving such a lot the bible talks about tithing offerings you give it to god and he will richly bless you 
he will richly bless. The Bible says, pour out, prove me. Watch me as I pour out the windows, open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing to you. To pour out a blessing upon your life. And many times they're trying to figure out the economy, economics. Trying to listen to the financial news and they're over here trying to figure out the Fed and they're trying to do all these different things and budget cuts and the treasury and all these different things that mankind is running out the stocks up and down. Savings, bonds, bonds, all these different things. But it's something about God's economic system that when you bless the Lord, he'll bless you. When you give to God, the Bible says he'll return it unto you. What? Again, pressing down, shaking and yelling, running over in your life. So again, through your giving, we say thank you tonight. May the Lord truly bless you as I pray. I want to come out of the book of 2 Corinthians this evening. The book of 2 Corinthians tonight. And I'll, I'll just give the, the main text this evening. The main text of, of verse 4. 2 Corinthians 10, 4. 10, 4. And we'll back it up before that, after that. But I want to just go ahead and jump right into it. The Bible says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I'm going to reread verse 4 again. The Bible says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. To the pulling down of strongholds. And then I'll give you another verse here in Isaiah what, it's 54. 54, 17 should be familiar with it. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, 17, if you'll pull it up tonight. The Bible says, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue there shall rise against thee in judgment. Thou shalt condemn. He says, and this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. For their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Let's read again. No weapon that is formed against uh, uh, thee shall prosper. He goes on and says, every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shall, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen, amen. Now, I want to give it a title this evening. A title this evening just about, again, uh, concerning the weapons, of, again, of God's protection. God's protection against the weapons formed against us tonight. You think about weapons and what they are. Weapons, we live in a, a city some would consider violent. Some would consider violent city. Some would consider some neighborhoods more violent than others. And oftentimes you think about it, if, uh, even here in the United States, it could be a whole lot worse than what it is. Uh, I remember an old saying, say, you put them overseas, they'll be begging to come back. Because I've been to places where people walk around, it's a common thing to walk around with guns. It's a common thing to walk around with AK-47s. And, and even just even going down south, sometimes you see people with a weapon on their hip or a gun or a, a, a shotgun in, in, the, in the back of the truck. Weapons. And, and there are some countries that have been walking around with swords. They still walk around with swords and various things. And I, I own it on and on, uh, knives and various things, the weapons that are used to protect or rather to fight, used to defend, whatever the case may be. Go throughout the Bible, God, again, allowed weapons. Why? Because of war. 
He allowed weapons even when uh, I was reading about when David had to go out or when even when um, other men went out, they took weapons. He said, go and take your weapons and go just in case. Amen. Just in case something would happen. And so naturally we see, again, many uh, even as David, he was a shepherd boy. So he naturally he needed some type of weapon or some type of thing to help him defend, no doubt, again, against the, the things that would come up against him. And we all, no doubt, have that sense sometimes of needing a weapon, need of a protection. And we see there are various forms of weapons. We share with you about knives, and we share with you about guns, as we say, swords. There are, again, arrows and missiles, as we see in, in the military. There are even uh, uh, fists that we can even use as a weapon sometimes. Uh, uh, tanks and jets and all these different things that are used in war, drones, even as we speak. As we think about it, because there is a warfare all the time and, uh, again, seeming always looming in our world. Weapons, as we look at even, uh, again, this is a fight that we live. It's a daily fight, a daily something. It seems like always something is going on. And that's what we find, again, there's a fight every day of your life. Fight to be alive. A fight serves some in, in the hospital, just as we said last night, fighting for their lives. Fighting, no doubt, for survival. Fighting, no doubt, and what we say that in some countries, they have to fight for their survival. That they can, no doubt, keep the enemies of their, uh, their land back. And so we find, again, all these different weapons that are formed. I even share with you some about even verbal weapons. Verbal weapons, people can use words as weapons. We share with you in Bible study tonight about the tongue and how it could be, again, a weapon for some. And oftentimes, even in war, when they, when they prepare for war, they do what we call uh, propaganda and all these different things because the enemy uh, can use these things uh, through various uh, pictures and various things and leaflets they would drop sometimes. Why? But as a weapon so the people would fear. We even say how, they, uh, again, uh, I was reminded back when my daughter, she was probably was maybe a little bit older than Trey here, a little bit older, uh, uh, they, they, uh, one of her classmates uh, took her life. She took her life. Why did she take her life? Because of bullying. Bullying. And we think about this, it can happen. And so through social media, and really social media, well, it's always been around, but that was when they began to call what we call cyberbullying. Cyberbullying as well. We see various times they use as weapons, again, to do what? Uh, to get a message out or get things out as weapons. And I am... There are also bioweapons, bioweapons, as we look at, and even nuclear weapons. As me and my wife, as I get down to the message here, me and my wife were looking at something the other day about Israel. And how would they call this Iron Dome? The Iron Dome. To where it's an artillery uh, uh, defense system, to where they can go and when, when, when Syria, whoever launches into their, their land, the Palestinians, whoever it may be, this iron dome begins to, they, they call it a dome. It's not really a physical dome, but their confidence that they will be able to shoot down any and every missile that comes their way. Again, so they call it the iron dome. We can even read in the uh, book of Revelation how God will one day uh, protect them divinely. And so I say maybe they even calling it that because of this divine protection that God has. And so naturally through our Bible readings tonight, 
time, this was one of the promises that God had given to Israel. And really, we piggyback on that because we are also the children of God. And Isaiah 54 was a promise to the children of Israel that, they, yes, they will face enemies. Yes, they will face battle. Yes, they will face daily things that go on in their lives. But the Bible began to let them know, he says, here that he was with them. He was going to be with them every step of the way. There was always a fight, no doubt, because the enemy was upset with them because God had declared them, again, his chosen people. His chosen people. And the devil hates people in general. The devil hates people in general, but when God puts his hand on people's lives, he will absolutely despise the very thought of that. He despises every Christian tonight. He despises every believer tonight. He despises everyone that names the name of Christ. He despises every preacher. He despises every preacher's wife. He despises the preacher's kids. He despises all men and women from all walks of life. That's what the enemy does today. In church today, the enemy does what? He does anything and everything he can to do what? To fight against you and I, to fight against mankind in general, but in particular, even more so, the, the, the children of God. And so... We're thankful tonight that God gives us something, a divine protection, and really the thing how to fight back from the enemy of our soul. God began to let them know. He says, yes, I bless you. Now, I bless you beyond all people. I bless you in so many ways. He says, naturally, in their nations, they will rise up against you. Why? Because they see the blessings upon your life. They see how I've defended you and how I've kept you and how I've, 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 I've secured you in all these days of your life. He says, and so he told us to this main text. Go ahead and reach out to 54. The Bible says, and so as a result, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And so God began to uh, encourage them and let them know that whatever the enemy may try, to do regardless of what the devil may try to do even in our lives tonight or your life tonight it cannot prosper over the enemy uh, 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 the enemy cannot prosper over the church tonight it cannot prosper it will fail it will fail tonight he says it will not prosper you think about it it will malfunction it will malfunction it will come to naught in your life realize that tonight it will come to nothing, church. Why? Because of that divine promise from Almighty God. He says it will not prosper. It will not succeed in your life and in our lives tonight. You declare that in your, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. It will not work. As the songwriter say, he says no weapon will not work. Why? Because God said it in his word. Amen. He said it in his word. And the Bible says the weapons... Again, and so we look at this. He says, no weapon that is formed against you. Every tongue even. Back to what we say, a weapon of the tongue, a weapon of words, a weapon of words in judgment. He says, thou shalt condemn. He says, this is the heritage of the servants. He said, this is for the people of God. And church, brothers and sisters, today, we can stand on that. You can stand on that. We face battles in all fronts of life. Man, we've even seen some things go on, and you think about it. I said, man, it's coming from this way and that way and this way and the other. And it's really not just here with us, but it's all over the world. Just so much chaos, so much things going on in our society today. I truly believe because the enemy knows his time is short. His time is short. And so he let the church know, he let the believer know tonight that God's divine protection against the enemy, God's divine protection in his word tonight, regardless of what he may try to do, stand strong in God, stand strong in his word, stand strong and realize that nothing that's formed against you and I will prosper today or succeed again. And so let's go back to our second text tonight. 
The Bible tells it in verse 1 of 2 Corinthians uh, 10. 2 Corinthians 10. The Bible says, he, Paul, the, he said, I beseech myself with meekness and gentleness of Christ. He said, who in the presence am based among you. He says, uh, but being, being absent and bold towards you. So naturally, Paul stood in the boldness of Almighty God. The boldness of his word, the boldness. And we, we have some, we can stand up for God's word tonight. We can stand up against the enemy of our, our soul tonight. You can stand on God's word and realize it will never fail. It will never fail. We share with the night about how that God already has written in the book that the church will be victorious. And so we can boldly stand with that confidence tonight knowing that God will prevail. Jesus told us in his word, even against the church, he says that he will build the church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Not so much even just this building or this, this congregation here, but church all around the globe. He says it cannot prevail against the church. And we being a part of the church, you and I being a part of the church, remember that the, the devil cannot prevail. So he says here, he says, I'm confident in this. He says, I, I, moving in front, he says, they think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. And so naturally the people, they begin to attack Paul because they, they thought that he was walking according to the flesh. They attacked him because, again, they, they thought that, again, he was, was trying to make a show of himself, but he wasn't. He was just standing in the boldness of Almighty God. And naturally, look at verse 3. He went on and says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. He said, this fight that we're in is not a fleshly battle. It's not a fleshly battle. We shared other night about, again, in the book of Proverbs, about how the uh, contention and all these different things is of the flesh. These things, again, with, uh, with marriages that are breaking apart, uh, families that break apart, we must not allow the flesh to dictate or, or win the war. To win the war, the, the flesh, the fleshly fight is not what God, he was talking about here. He was talking about a spiritual fight. A spiritual fight, he says here today. The spiritual man, again, to build that spiritual man up and, and fight in the spiritual realm. It's a spiritual realm that we taught about tonight. Again, people can come in and shoot us all up and we'll easily die. But in the spiritual realm is what God was saying. The spiritual man is what God was after. And we can go to God. We can go to war through prayer. Go to war through his word. Go to war in the, in the spiritual realm and watch the Lord fight our battles for you and I tonight. The battle of sin, number one, we want to give you tonight the war of sin. The battle against sin, uh, again, when you come to Christ Jesus tonight, it will not be an issue uh, because Jesus has given, gives the believer victory over sin. The Bible tells he says, let not sin have dominion over you. And so sin should not be a weapon uh, that will no doubt prosper over your life. The weapon of sin today, the weapon of temptation, I'll give you that one as well. The weapon of temptation should not, again, have victory in your life as a believer tonight. Why? Because, again, God said, as he cannot prevail. Jesus showed us in his word how he overcame temptation. He overcame the battles of life. He overcame these things, the, temp, the greatest tempter of them all, the devil. And how did he overcome me? Through the word of Almighty God. The Bible says he showed us that through the, the weapon of temptation, he was able to have victory. We shouldn't even entertain temp temptation. Don't even entertain sin. Bible tells us here, he says, we, we are drawn away because we want it. We're drawn away to temptation and sin because somebody wants it. Again, uh, you just don't up and jump in the bed with somebody, not unless you want it. 
You don't just go out and, and again, uh, uh, shoot up the whole neighborhood, whatever case may be, not unless you, you have failed to do the weapon of temptation. The weapon and the thoughts, whatever case may be, any temptation, you can list all of them. We can win the battle over temptation. And so the Bible says in verse 4 of Corinthians, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. This is not a worldly type of fight. It's not a worldly fight. As I say it all the time, continue to pray for the people to get drugged into fights. Russia and Ukraine. And now, from understanding, uh, Iranians are jumping in now. And China's making a big threat. And all these different things, these wars that are, uh, that are going on around our globe. But you know what? These wars that we are after, man is going to be man. Man is going to fight and kill one another. But he said, this, well, we, not, we, we don't fight that type of war. We're fighting a spiritual war. I was talking with that man last night. And I didn't, we didn't even ask him. He said, where did this come from? He said, I don't know. It just came out of, into my head. Came into my head of, to do this harm to myself. And I thought about that. I began to share with him. I said, that's why the Bible says, put on the armor of God. Now that you're a Christian, now that you've accepted Christ into your life, now it's time to put on the armor of God. It's a different type of fight. The fight of the mind. The fight of the mind. So the Bible says, put on the weapons of uh, this armor of God, that it can protect us from the war and protect us from the fight that each of us go through. The helmet of salvation, so it protects the mind. Protects the mind, what you think about, what you're going through. If the devil can get in that mind, it may bounce around in there a little bit. Man, he's got you. If he can attack your mind and think again here today that everyone is against you. Or you can attack your mind and say this and that and the other. He'll put all manners of imagination into our head. And somehow, some way, this man, he told him, he says, go take your life. That was imaginative of the enemy. The Bible says we must put on the helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness to guard your heart. Spirit, physically speaking. But even a parallel to the heart. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Share with him, I say, begin to take that word and begin to fight the war for Christ. Fight the war for Christ in your feet. Uh, walking in the preparation of the gospel, walking in his word, walking in it every day. Your loins gird about with truth to stand on truth today. This will help you win the war. Amen. Truth tonight wins every time. Amen. Truth will prevail. Again in the day, and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And so if he's truth, he will never, ever fail, church of the day. That's how we win the war, standing on God's word tonight. And so he says, pulling down the strongholds of the enemy. It's not a war, again, a, a physical. It's not a war with missiles and tanks and guns is what they think that they have to do. But it's a spiritual war. The problem in our world today is a spiritual fight. Men and women, again in the day, is a tug of war for the soul. It's a tug of war for every man and every nation, every kindred, every creed tonight. It's a tug of war for men's hearts tonight. And so the real battle lies through sin. The real battle lies again because of the tempter himself. It's a warfare. Good versus evil. Light versus dark tonight. That's where the real war is at. And so as a church, as a people tonight, as believers all around this world, we have to go and bombard heaven and bombard the kingdoms of darkness. Why? Because again for the war for men's and women's souls. Truly believe tonight that God can reach over as we pray and touch Vladimir Putin's heart even now as we speak. It can go through the wires and go up to the satellite and reach over in Russia somewhere. 
wherever he may be at, God can do that. Amen. It's a spiritual war. God can touch the China man. God can touch even down in the White House. And wherever it may be, God can do that in a moment of time. It's not a carnal war. It's a spiritual war. To where men and women will have to lose their lives. To where men and women will have to die and go to hell. No doubt through the spiritual war that we're talking about. And so he says, cast down imagination. So the war of the mind. The war that goes on in the mind. The war that goes on to take that deprives us of sleep. The war that goes on that makes us head spin all day long. This war that goes on in the head. He says, cast these imaginations down. Cast them down in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Back to what we said. God said in his word. He says, no weapon is formed against us to prosper. And so as we stand on God's word tonight, you can stand on this truth tonight. The knowledge of God's word tonight says God will give victory tonight. He says, and bring into captivity every thought, everything, and no doubt cast it into the lake of fire. Cast it away to the devil himself and get into the obedience of almighty God. The weapon of obedience. The weapon of obedience tonight. That's a powerful weapon, church. That's a powerful weapon tonight. A powerful weapon, the weapon of, that Christ used. The Bible says he was obedient to leave heaven and come down to the earth. He left it all, all of glory, obediently. No doubt was willing to give his life. No doubt he showed the world. He said, I do as my father says, dear. He was using that as a tool, no doubt, that all men could see the benefit of obedience. People saw that the father was with him. And he was able to fight back all of the doubts and fears that some had. Some of us still going to have doubts and fear, doubts and unbelief. But you know, he was able to win people over because of his obedience to the father. When he healed people, they said, man, truly he is a man of God. He said, no sinner could do that. No sinner can do that. He said he has to be of God. Why? Because he was obedient to his father, the weapon of obedience. The weapon of fasting and prayer. So when the tempter did come to his life, he was able to push it away because he was in fasting and prayer. He was able to push back the devil and all of his tricks, his lies, and all of his devices. Why? Because he was in prayer and he used the weapon of fasting and prayer. So even when the demons came along and, and jumped on people, through the weapon of fasting and prayer, he was able to cast out every demon. He was able to cast out every stronghold. The disciples wanted to say, man, how come we couldn't cast out the devil? He said, it only comes to the weapon of fasting and prayer. Get that devil off your mind. Get the devil off your heart tonight. It only happens through the power of obedience. And when you pray and seek God's face, and no doubt we continue to call on God, prayer prevails, brothers and sisters, tonight. Prayer prevails. So he was willing to pray and seek God's face. The, the, the weapon of obedience and setting the example as well. And so he set the example for all to see his obedience. And so the Bible says when we come, come into the same obedience, we'll see the same victories in our lives, the same victories in our hearts and our souls, the same victory. And that obedience as he went on, he went up to pray. And this time he prayed and he prayed and asked his father, said, Lord, take this away from me. He said, Father, take this away from me on Gethsemane. He prayed this prayer. He tried, but it was God's will that he was to die. And he went on with the obedience. He said, you know, it's not my will, but thine be done. And the Bible says as he did this, he took up that old rugged cross and went on through with the death. Because of his obedience, he went to hell. 
No doubt set the captive free even there. And the Bible says he rose with all power in his hand, victory in his hands over death, the grave, and any other thing that came along with that. He was able, he was able to defeat it. And all power was given to him through the weapon of obedience. And now through his death, burial, and resurrection today, we can have this, we can take this weapon that Christ gives to all believers. We can believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And now he gives you the ability to have victory every day of your life. Amen. And so we follow his lead and we see great victory. It belongs, it comes forth, brings forth victory again as we uh, follow him. Again, mankind, we are able to overcome because of what he did. The weapon of sin, temptation, and doubts. The weapon of doubt. The weapon of doubt. The enemy will try to put doubts in our minds as well. So Paul said, cast down every imagination, even of doubt. Doubt is opposite of belief. Fear is opposite of faith. He says these weapons, no doubt, as they try to form up against you, shall not prosper as well. Fear, the Bible says, the Lord is the strength of my life. On whom shall I be afraid? It was a weapon that David used, a weapon that even Moses used, a weapon that we can all follow after, no doubt. And we see through this, through this, uh, through this power and, and, and faith in the Almighty God and confidence in God, he says today, it will not prosper over thee. The weapon of loneliness, the weapon of loneliness as well. Another weapon I want to give you tonight is loneliness. The devil will try to make you feel like you're all by yourself. Make you feel like no one understands. It's a weapon of the enemy. It's a weapon of the enemy. I'll handle it on my own. I'll do it by myself. I'm all alone, preacher. You may feel that way tonight, but you're not alone tonight. The Bible says when Jesus went back up in the glory... Probably in their, even in their minds, they say, man, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Jesus is gone. No doubt probably the spirit of loneliness even came upon the church. But Jesus told him, he says, don't fear. I'm going to send down the Holy Ghost. I'm going to send down the Holy Ghost, and he's going to be there with you. And you're going to use his power every day. So he says, because I will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus told us this, and that's when he came in another form through, this, through the Holy Spirit. Not him, but the Holy Ghost came, to, no doubt, from God, the third person of the Godhead. It came down from heaven, no doubt, for all believers that we can be weaponized to go out and overcome every trial, every temptation that comes our way. And so loneliness is defeated tonight through the power of the Holy Ghost. The man last night, he was saying he was cold in the hospital. I said, well, I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit will come and comfort your heart tonight. The spirit of loneliness tonight, let the Holy Ghost wrap around you tonight. Let the Holy Ghost be with you. Let God be with you tonight. We're not alone. We have the Holy Ghost. The Bible says here, these, these weapons and every trick, every device, as we close out, come on up. Every trick, every device, every devil, it will not prosper tonight. It will not prosper. The Bible says it is a heritage for my people. You can go back to that verse. It's a heritage. For the people. A heritage, this is an inheritance which we gain. It's a birthright when you're born again. It's, it's something that God said, I'll give to you. It belongs to you. It's a promise I'm making to you. Naturally, to the children of Israel and to the Gentile that believes tonight. It's for you and I today. 
that God's divine protection of whatever comes, whatever happens, God let us know it will not prosper. The gates of hell shall not prevail. The gates that open up wide sometimes, they open up wide and everything comes flooding out of that thing. From we turn to the left, it's a flood coming this way. You turn to the right, it's another thing. Don't go forward, it's that way. It's behind you, it's coming from above and beneath. All the gates of hell, he says, shall not prevail against the body of Christ. And we're thankful that he is the head of the church. And with him being the head, the captain, the leader, we're in good hands, church. We are in good hands tonight. And he lets us know, brothers and sisters, tonight, through his divine protection in this warfare that we're going on he says God is going to fight for us God will defend his people God will help you and I to overcome if you're not saying tonight you don't have God's protection over your life tonight I encourage you as this proverb says the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and they're saved tonight if you're not in righteousness, if you're not living right, if you're not saved tonight, if you're in sin tonight, Jesus is saying tonight, I came and I gave my life for you. I came to guard you. I came to save you and bring you to my fold. I came to be your deliverer. I came to rescue you. Rescue you from the things that are coming. The judgment that awaits all men and women who denounce Christ. He came to give his life. Naturally today, my friend, without Christ, you're vulnerable to anything. It's an open game for whatever. But tonight, tonight, it can stop tonight. As you give your life to Christ tonight, you begin to believe what he did on the cross for you and I. For the entire world, Jesus paid it all. He was willing, and through his obedience, all men can be saved. Through his obedience and the precious blood that was shed on the cross. That precious blood tonight is able to wash away the violence of sins away. And no doubt, today you ask Christ into your life and ask him to forgive you. Ask him to wash you and make you whole. Repent of your sins and never to go back to the way we used to be. God, no doubt, will save you tonight. Accept him as Lord and Savior of your life. This one that never fails. This one that will be with you. The one who loves you tonight. The one that's able to keep you in his hand and protect you from the days ahead. From all the things that God has written in the word. There's a divine protection from God. There's a divine protection that only God can give to mankind. And so tonight, as we buy his and reverence to God, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name of Jesus tonight. You call on him tonight. The righteous run into it. Run into that place of safety tonight. Run to that place where there's no doubt comfort to the soul, where there's divine protection, where there's divine, again, deliverance from Almighty God. Church of the day, he's able to protect you. He's able to help you. He's able to meet every need. The righteous run into it tonight. Come running to Jesus tonight. Come running to the winning side. Come running to the hallelujah side. Come running to the place where he wants all men to be, and that's in him. Church, we bow our heads in reverence to God. The Bible tells us to fight this war.
in the spiritual, in the spiritual. So those that are saved tonight and those that have given their lives tonight begin to, it's a spiritual fight. You pray, call on God. Say, Lord, fight my battles, Lord. Lord, be my defense. Lord, help me. God, I can't do it in my own strength. God, through you, through you tonight, we're more than able. Seek him tonight. He wants to help. He wants to fight. And keep you in his hands. Tonight, if you have a need tonight, call on God. He's a defense. Attack on your body. He's a defense tonight. Attack on your mind. He's a defense tonight. Attack on your family. He's a defense tonight. Attack on the church tonight. He's a defense. Attack on your marriage tonight. He's a defense. Attack on the finances. He's a defense tonight. Tonight, every weapon that is formed shall not prosper. Whatever battle you're raising right now, call on Jesus. He'll see you through. Let's find a place to pray tonight. Call on the living God tonight. He's more than able.
like no other who can compare tonight. We all go through battles, but Jesus can make it a whole lot easier. Amen. With Christ, this old warfare that we ain't called life is a whole lot more easier to manage. So we continue to pray for the lost. God, open up their eyes. Open up their eyes. The enemy's trying to close it shut. We pray to God we can open it up through his word, through his power, and through the Holy Ghost. God bless our prayer. We look forward to seeing you at the next service. Come on out and be with us. Continue to pray for one another. Love one another. Have a wonderful evening in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I pray.